Assalamu alaikum, you guys, and welcome back. So today, let's talk about how this whole business thing is really going to play out in the long term. So at some point in your operations, you'll either be working in your business or on your business. What I mean by that is you'll either be fulfilling service requests by actually performing client work, so creating posts, setting appointments, sending emails, design work, research, or whatever it is that your client hired you to do, right? Or you're going to actually be running the business. So this could be something like keeping up with the bills for the business, bookkeeping, invoicing, handling concerns, you know, like customer service work, managing the contractors who will actually be doing the client work and everything else that it takes to keep the company running. Don't get me wrong, in the beginning, you will be doing all of this. But in terms of growth, once you pass a certain number of clients, and again, depending on what you're actually doing, you may want to experience, or I'm sorry, you may start to experience some burnout trying to keep up with all of it on your own. So you could very well only take on a number of clients that you're comfortable with managing while you run the business and then keep 100% of your money in your pocket. Yeah. But if you want to really grow and live comfortably without too much stress and headache, there may come a time when you have to pick one side or the other. So let's chat about that. You want to think to yourself what it is that you actually enjoy or that you're actually good at. Is it the idea of having the business and what the success of it brings? Or do you actually just love the work itself and being able to get paid doing it? I know a lot of people build businesses around their hobby, so this could very well be the case for you. Once you can decide on that, where your role ends up should be pretty clear. If it's just the idea of the business, then consider the side of just running a business. Decide on what services will be offered, how they're going to be delivered and fulfilled, the processes, the onboarding, the invoicing, again, the customer service and all that jazz, and then decide how you're going to bring on the people who will actually fulfill the work and then just report to you. You'll basically be getting the clients, signing the contracts and managing the workers and the flow of assignments, basically subcontracting the work out, but closely, you know, like form a little team. You may even want to bring on someone for sales to help get clients. If that's what you're good at and where you can flourish, then consider charting that path and allowing all of your steps to lead up to that, running a business and basically being the boss. In my course about how to start a business from home, I dedicate an entire lesson to bring your attention to outsourcing because I think it's important. Um, I talk about why you may want to, questions you're going to want to ask, where to look for good help, um, how to you know, create an application for people and what your requirements are, how to kind of scout out if they would be a good fit and all that stuff. Now, if you're on the other end, Let's say you're like a branding strategist, a graphic designer, you build websites for clients, you know, something that's a little bit more creative or hands-on that requires you to do the actual work. And let's say you love doing that thing and this is the basis of the business, then you may want to stick with doing the actual work. So your role might look a little something more like this moving forward. At some point, you'll want to focus more on that and less time on finding clients. We all know social media is a huge driving force in generating our leads, so you may want to hire a social media manager or an assistant, you know, for some basic consistency and outreach. You know, somebody who can create the graphics for you, schedule your posts, do some engagements, maybe even send your emails and write your blog posts, just again, so everything is consistent. It depends on what your marketing strategy is. You may hire a closer to take phone calls and get you sales or even to just make those calls to bring you the leads that you can close on your own. 
You may end up hiring a bookkeeper and an accountant one day. I think you get the idea here. Like I said, starting out, you'll most likely do all of these things so that you can keep money in your pocket while you grow and build up your business. But you could plan your business to where you come right into it choosing one of these sides if you're more financially comfortable right now. But I do want you to be aware that to grow, these things need to be considered somewhere on the horizon. So as you get started and you're building your business plan, your roadmap, or even your vision for your company, don't forget to consider your long-term goal so that you can plan accordingly and make moves accordingly. Like creating your SOPs or your standard operating procedures as you're working, that way you're already prepared, you know, when you're ready to bring somebody else on board and you can train them pretty easily. Also, understanding what the laws are with employees versus contractors and how that would involve taxes, how you pay them, how many hours they can work before they're considered an employee, and what those requirements mean for you. You're going to want to dive into all of that. It's your business, it's your baby, so it's all up to you. Just for example, in terms of my business, um, with what I'm doing here, I create you know resources for entrepreneurs, you know courses, ebooks, stuff like that. But I also offer consulting. So when it comes to that, I have to be in the business because it's more hands-on. I'm like kind of the brains behind my operation. So I have to hire other people to help me with certain things to be consistent with. When it comes to our trucking business, I don't drive. My husband drives and I do the paperwork. So on that side of things, I'm pretty much running that business and making sure that everything flows well and that everything is where it's supposed to be. So consider what that will look like in your operations. Will you work in your business or on your business? And feel free to share with me because I would love to know what's on your mind or what you're already doing. So on that note, that's all I have for you today. I just wanted to bring that to your attention and have your mind going, thinking about those things as you grow. And as always, I'm wishing you the best on this work from home journey. So stay blessed, y'all. Salam. Hey guys, Salam Alaikum. Um, today, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new business idea because I wanted to continue to, you know, give you guys some actual work from home ideas that you can do. There are so many. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure I can't cover them all, but we'll try to go over some. So today, I wanted to talk to you guys about starting a preschool from home. So you guys may have heard this before um, because I've heard about it before. But I wanted to bring this one to your attention just because of the time of year that it is. Um, if you're listening to this now when I'm recording it. So um, it's we still have about maybe a month or so left before it's time for school to get started. So if you have some sort of background in like daycare or if you have a daycare and you want to kind of transition into doing something a little bit different. Or if you have a background in education or working with kids. In most states you're not required to have... Um, a lot of like licenses and things like that to have a program to teach the kids on the preschool level so definitely check in your state but something that you could do is start learning about different programs that you can implement setting up your curriculum different resources that you can buy um, I'll try to put some in the notes but um, this is a good idea for somebody especially if you have small children going to preschool and you want to still spend time with them but it's also something that you can do if you just enjoy working with kids. Um, you could have rotating schedules to where you have classes on like Monday and Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. You could have classes in the morning and then another one in the afternoon. So you could literally have like four different, you know, separate classes of students going on at the same time. 
Um, and I think it could be really fun. You could use your creativity and uh, share something with somebody else who can learn from you. Um, but that's I think it's a really good idea. And like I said, because of the timing, um, you still have time to set everything up if you wanted to get revved up before the school year started. So I thought this was a good one to share with you right now. If you have any questions specifically about how you can do that, um, you can ask me and I'll kind of let you know what resources I have on that because once upon a time I did want to do that. <laughs> so um, I was going to do one of the online preschools from home. So again, you can do it in your home. You can do it virtually. There are so many different options. And there's somebody out. Um, I can't remember her name. I think it's Joy something. But it has uh, start a preschool or something like that. She has like an abundance of resources on that. That's all she does. So that's all I'm going to say. Instead of just babbling, I just wanted to let you know that that's an option for you to work from home that you don't need a bunch of extra credentials for. Just kind of have the heart for it and have the patience and um, be willing to actually do the work so that you can benefit these kids. All right. If you have questions, let me know. Otherwise, I'll be back with another idea. Assalamu alaikum.